This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. So, big topic locally here. Obviously, Texans-Browns. We got that game. We're going to be digging into that game today. Hardcore tomorrow. Friday's the good day to do that. Um, but uh, Bobby Slowick is a big topic here locally. Texans offensive coordinator has been uh, requested. The Two teams have requested permission to speak to Bobby Slowick about their offensive co- or um, about their head coaching openings. The Carolina Panthers and the Washington Commanders. Here was an exchange with Bobby Slowick yesterday with John McClain and Brandon Scott at the beginning of his press conference. Thanks, Wayne. Carl Barnes kind of reach out because of your relationship. How do you handle that? We asked the big coaches last yesterday. How do you handle it? Are you ready to be a coach? Yeah, it's, it's really easy to handle right now. You know, we're locked in on, on Cleveland. You know, we're full speed ahead, kind of keeping our head down in the dark. That's, you know, all that stuff. I'm very grateful. You know, I'm thankful to the Lord for giving me this opportunity. I'm thankful to, to Nick and D'Amico and the Texans organization for putting me in this position. But, you know, right now I'm a Houston Texan. I'm part of this organization. I'm going to do everything I can to help us win Cleveland. And, like, everyone's energy right now in this organization is devoted to how do we play one more game? How do we keep just playing one more game? You know, we really have a, what I believe is a special group of individuals. I know like offensively, I, I got, there's guys in that room that I, I just can't imagine having to do this without right now, you know, and to really, as much as we can, just find a way to get four more games out of this. That's that's really all all of us are devoted to. So you're going to plan on taking all the interviews or are you going to? haven't even thought about it. Like I, I won't, I won't have much information for you guys. I, I'm being honest. Like it's just everything right now is on Cleveland. I'm buying it. I'm buying what Bobby Slowick's selling yeah. to me right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I buy it too. Um, I, they're not allowed to have in-person interviews until January 22nd, the day after the divisional rounds. Uh, they are allowed to have. They're they're allowed to begin requesting interviews and can have virtual interviews before the beginning of the divisional rounds on January 21st. So they could have a Zoom call. Um, but I feel like yeah, right now since. The high, there's no, I think there's no scramble necessarily to feel like he's in competition necessarily with anybody else. And I, the, the first part of that interview or first part of that answer that he gave where he talked about, you know, he couldn't imagine doing this with different guys or not having those guys. That's what he said, not having those guys to do it with. I'd like, maybe I'm naive here, but I do feel like in this particular situation, where he and D'Amico came into this together, I could totally see there being 
um, more of a feeling of like, all right, look, I'm, I'm committed to this for now. I want to learn this. I want to have this experience. I want to see these guys through at least a good chunk of however far we're going to go with this. And, you know, and, and, and even on a selfish side of things, he could be thinking, yeah, because I don't, I think I need to be better prepared. I need to go through this whole process before I actually, and take some lumps, take some more lumps, and, and really put things in perspective before I take the plunge and accept the job. So I, I'm not overly concerned about it. I know some people, I, some people just don't like Bobby Slogan, don't like his play calling. I just, look, don't overthink this, man. You've got, <laughs> you've got a rookie who's doing things that very few other rookies have ever done. You've got him having helped alongside C.J. Stroud elevate some of these receivers into much, much more than hardly anybody wanted to give them credit for um, going into this season. And you don't want to necessarily jostle that if you don't have to. You look at... Look at Philadelphia, for instance, right now. Is it was it so simple that Jalen Hurts was just going to be awesome, never, no matter who right. his offensive coordinator was? He, like, they lost Shane Steichen, and it, it just it has been a stark, stark difference between this year and last year. Not to mention, I'll go back to Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was a different quarterback with Shane Steichen than he is now. I don't, I don't need to be experimenting right now at this stage in C.J. Stroud's growth. I'd rather have C.J. Stroud learn as much as he can about the NFL with the same guy, yes, and then at some sure. point, if Bobby Sloak leaves, then, then so be it. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. Um, the, there's seven jobs open right now, and I guess if you're Bobby Slowick and you're of mind, like, no, I may, I may take one of these jobs. I, I, I want to go see what's out there. And there's, you know, maybe he's on an even playing field in terms of timing because of these rules that you're talking about, Seth, that you can't do in-person interviews till January 22nd. So all the coordinators that he's competing with for these jobs, he's on an even playing ground. I guess to me, like if I'm Bobby Sloak, I'm looking like, okay, which seats are going to get filled here? If he is indeed, if if he were to be entertaining it, and and you just heard him talk, he's not even thinking about the interviews at this point. The, The only people that are available that might snag one of these jobs right now would be like a Jim Harbaugh or maybe a Bill Belichick, who if you're just waking up, just the the, te- the Patriots and Belichick agree to mutually part ways, whatever that means. Um, so Belichick is no longer the Patriots coach. I think teams hiring Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh weren't going to hire Bobby Slowick in the first place. I guess, you know, the one question I would have is the San Diego, jeez, the Los Angeles Chargers. My God, how many years has it been, Sean? Since they moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers. Too many for you and me to still be calling them San Diego. Yeah, I, do it I know, too. I know. That's yeah. my sign of the times yeah. um, or sign of what age I am. So the Chargers, the Chargers are really interesting because right now all sorts of anonymous executives and league personnel are saying, yeah, the Chargers love Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh loves the Chargers. But there is also a sentiment that the Chargers maybe don't want somebody who's as headstrong as 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 Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um and they've kind of got a history of hiring coaches who perhaps aren't as headstrong as as Jim Harbaugh. The at the end of the day, Marty Schottenheimer might have been the last guy that was really uh you know, an alpha, alpha male alpha, like yep. my way or the highway type of guy. Yep. And and maybe they don't want to repeat that. Remember I like, you know, it like they it did not end well with them. So, I think the it's D'Amico. This was D'Amico's advice to Bobby Slowick in the press conference a couple days ago. Yeah, my advice to Bobby is just be selective. Right? You only get one opportunity to do it. You want to make sure you're selective and you're going to, you know, if you get the opportunity, go to a place that you feel like you can be effective. So this is the tough thing with Bobby Slowick. 
if he wants to choose a place where, okay, I think I can go be effective, the first thing, especially for an offensive-minded guy, A number one, above all else, is do they already have a really good quarterback? Right. And there's only one situation out there right now where somebody would go into a place where they've got a really good quarterback, and that's the Chargers. The ironic thing would be, though, that that might also be the place where the very fact that the Chargers might want Bobby Slowick because they don't perceive him to be too headstrong might be like an indicator of the reason he shouldn't go to the Chargers. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody likes that ownership group. Nobody, right. nobody thinks that ownership group knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, it's um, okay. So if D'Amico's advice is to be selective, I've got the seven jobs written on this piece of paper here, Seth. You just tell okay. me your, your gut feel. I'm going to go through these. I'm going to rapid fire these at you. And you tell me if you were Bobby Slowick and you're being selective about picking a place where you can be successful. You know, D'Amico's okay. words right there. We just heard his advice. And by the way, keep in mind, that's D'Amico's mentality, and he chose the Texans last year. Can you imagine if D'Amico Ryans said that like said that before he took the Texans job last year? Like people yeah. would have said, You're a hypocrite. You're just taking the paycheck. And well, as it turned you know out, he, he was the most successful of all these coaches that got hired you know, last year. The thing that D'Amico had that a lot of other people don't have is inside information on what the what the McNairs actually are as a family. Yes. Like, there's a lot of stuff. It was really easy for people nationally to pile on the McNairs for any and everything. Like, there were, there were justifiable things that they could have criticized them for, but they became just the easy place to, to tell everybody, hey, by the way, I'm a good person. I'm going to bag on the McNair family. Yeah. You know, and like D'Amico had a better perspective on all of that. Yep. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're 100% right. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, you tell me, are these places that if you were being selective Bobby Slowick, your gut feeling says, yeah, I could do something there? Carolina. God, no. Okay. <laughs> that's the place where you go. That's the place where you go where you don't really want to coach anymore. Oh, I, I think, I think Reich knew what he was doing. I think Reich was oh, like, Oh, 100%. Nice Dude, plan. you can tell three yeah. weeks in. He's like, Yeah, I have these meetings with the owners and they suck. It's, I mean, it's yeah, basically. I'll let somebody else call the plays. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you want me to call him again? Okay, fine. I'll call him again. Like, yeah, dude, I think Reich figured it out pretty quickly. Like, this is going to be a pretty sweet paycheck when they fire me in week 11. He was, uh, I'll go. I'm gonna. This this justifies a Seinfeld reference. I'm sorry, kid. He was Kruger. He was Kruger. <laughs> he was the. He was George's boss. Whatever, George. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, that's my once every three years Seinfeld reference. There you go. Okay, Chargers. Uh, yeah, I think so. Just what? Uh, like, if, if anything, though, even though the ownership group isn't thought to be like aggressively proactive and all of that and winning. Um, it's not like they're uh, it's not like they're cancers to the league or anything, and they have a quarterback in Justin Herbert. They have a that's a big thing, like you just said. Uh, Las Vegas. I feel, boy, I feel like Mark Davis is just waiting to really just land the right guy. He throws all of his full weight of support behind guys that are just kind of good ideas. So I I'm torn on that one. I think um, it doesn't have the quarterback. But I feel like Mark Davis with the right coach could actually be a hell of an owner um, yeah. just because he actually – like he, he really gives a damn. And money's like – don't, don't worry about his business acumen or anything. That doesn't matter. Yep. 
Uh, they went eight and nine last year. I think people don't. Yeah. He, they went. I mean, they they fired Josh McDaniels, and I think people forgot about the Raiders. They finished eight and nine last year. It's not a horrible football team. Um, those are the three that were that got fired during the season. Here are the four that have opened since Monday. Atlanta. Oh, Arthur Blank is generally pretty patient. The only guy, the the last couple guys lasted a while. Um, who was the um, uh, Mike Smith? Uh, the, no, Mike Smith lasted more than three years. Uh, what's his name, Junior? Um, the um, Jim Mora. Yeah, Jim Mora Junior was only three years. Yeah, but I think beyond him, they were pretty. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would dip my toes in the water of Atlanta. They are they have a solid defense, um, and then it would be up to him. I guess it all comes down to like what does the organization feel about Desmond Ritter, and what are they going to do yeah. about it? So no, I, you know what? I got I got to remember. I'm not. I'm, I can't talk myself into this if I'm by right, myself. Right, right, it's right. It's got to be like a slam dunk. You're, like so, I would say no. You're being selective here. Yeah, selective yeah. is the key word. The Washington Commanders. Number two pick uh, in the draft, reminding you. Number yeah. two pick in the draft and an owner who I think would probably really appreciate Bobby Sloak's intellectual side, like the academic side of yeah. Bobby Sloak and the way he thinks about football. Um, one of our listeners emailed me talking about how nobody should ever take the Washington job because the owner is such a bum. And I don't think he knew that, that the they team sold. had been sold. Yeah. yeah, the new owner is actually a pretty – He's pretty good. forward, th- and he. I think he gives people like liberty to do what they're going to do. Yes. Uh, he's not like over. He's going to have an influence and input. But oh boy, number two pick overall, I'd take it. I, I yeah, I, I yeah. think I. If he's I'm got being a history there too. Yeah, if I'm being selective. I, yeah. you know, selective is the word. I think that passes the test for me. Two more Tennessee. No. Yeah, I'm a no on that one too. Too much, uh, too much drama. There. Well, too much drama, and I, I watched that sit-down interview that Amy yeah. Adams Strunk did with their in-house guy there. The, you know, it's like a five-minute sit-down explaining, you know, the whole Vrabel firing and whatnot. Yeah. she specifically mentioned, you know, they they were asked, or she was she was going through the reasons why it's a good job, why yeah. they think they'll get a good candidate, and she mentioned we have a good young quarterback. So you're going to be stuck with Will Levis. Oh, I don't know. I wonder though. That's that might that might be her being savvy. You know, like she's gonna she's got to keep things going along and nice and make Will Levis feel good. Now this is the difference. This is the problem. Tennessee's GM is is Rand Carthon, who worked with Bobby Slowick. So whatever drama there is circling or whatever, Bobby Slowick is going to get hopefully the honest details from yeah. Rand Carthon about exactly what happened. Um, I mean, he's gonna he would be pitching Bobby Slowick. I think Tennessee might be our biggest threat. Mm. In losing Bobby Sloak because of the Rand Carthon that relationship, uh, yeah, yeah, and Carthon picked Levis too, so I, that, I think that gives Levis oh, a longer rope. Good call, you there. know. Okay. He okay. didn't inherit. No, him. then I say no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Seattle just opened up yesterday. I, I don't. Okay. I, I, Seattle sounds like a Dan Quinn situation, but what do you think? It of Seattle? sounds like a Dan Quinn situation, but I think that first of all, you have you might have the perfect situation minus Justin Herbert, is that you've got a, a team and an owner. Well, I don't know about the is the, the ownership transition, what it'll be like. But for the most part, um, you've got a quarterback that if, if, you get, if you've got him on the right contract, like you can be a hero and really take Geno Smith to yet a new level, um, or you can move on from him yep. at some point. So, But it, it's going to be hard to have. You're, you're unlikely – they're almost too competitive to get a good draft pick. To not that that matters as much as it used to. Uh, I was, Seattle might be my second play, second, um, second choice after Chargers right now. If I were him, Seattle. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's some decent jobs out there. I'd say they're not all trash jobs. Um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Uh, if you're just getting up, the big news this morning: Bill Belichick 
and the Patriots agree to mutually part ways. We'll get into that in headlines. We've got an important piece for the Texans back at practice yesterday. We'll tell you who that is. And C.J. Stroud picked up some more hardware yesterday. We've got all that in headlines coming up next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.